In today's show, I'm looking forward to Saturday's games in the NBA and what I'm watching for, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We're here to look ahead to the games on Saturday, so let's do that right away. The first game, the Warriors and the Hornets. We want to watch Steph Curry. We always want to watch what Steph's doing, but he is outperforming really uh, anyone's Realistic expectations, shooting at a phenomenal rate at this point, putting up big numbers, top three type fantasy numbers. And while he was a guy that I thought should have been a top five guy, I think he's just outperforming things a little bit. But so let's watch that. Let's also watch Andy Wiggins, who is quietly having one of the best seasons of his fantasy career. He's blocking shots. He's more efficient. Um, it really has gone under the radar, I think, that Wiggins has improved as much as he has this year. For the Hornets, we assume this game's going ahead. Let's just get that out of the way at this point. We The Hornets haven't played because of COVID tracing. We assume this game is going ahead. And then I want to watch the backcourt. LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier, they were both in the top 20 when I did my earlier video today. So let's see what they do. Devontae Graham is unlikely to be returning, so we're going to get a lot of ball. We're going to get a lot of Rozier. Can Terry continue to shoot at that high level? Can Lamello keep his percentages significantly above average? And how does that look in terms of usage? So that is a key focus to me in this game. The next game is the Heat and the Lakers. Miami, Kelly Olynyk really put up a big game against the Kings, but it is the Kings. Olynyk had been trending downwards. I think we look at him as more of a streamer, but there is a stream opportunity for him on Saturday's uh, on Saturday's slate of games. So have a look there. While Tyler Hero off the bench, he's getting a lot of rebounds, putting up some good numbers, getting some good usage. I don't know how it all is going to work when Goran Dragic returns, but for now, Hero's playing well. So let's just pay attention to him and see if he can keep that level of form going. For the Lakers, last two games for the table, Montrez Harrell, he has been under 20 minutes. One was because Marc Gasol played a lot, and the other was because Brooklyn was just tearing them apart. So we do have to pay attention to what his role is and conversely what that means for Marc Gasol. Oh, hi, Mark. And what we need to do with Harold there, because we know Davis is out for the next month. And therefore, Kyle Kuzma gets another opportunity to start. And with Dennis Schroeder already ruled out, Kuzma's going to have that extra usage coming his way. And in a situation like that with no Davis and no Schroeder, Kuzma is a 12-team league player. The next game is the Suns and the Grizzlies. The Suns did go to Frank Kaminsky, as I expected, in that game against Zion Williamson, because, you know, whenever you've got an opportunity and, and you've got to try and stop Zion, the answer to that question is always going to be Frank Kaminsky. But that's the way they went. Frank actually scored pretty well in that game, despite being a minus seven. Um, what they do here in this one with him and Jay Crowder and Cam Johnson uh, still remains to be seen and how they run that rotation with the big man and with the power forwards in this game. Now, yeah, Kaminsky didn't play a huge amount in that uh, game against the Pelicans. As for McCall Bridges... Struggled somewhat on Friday. Um, he is playing fairly well, but some of those top 40 numbers he was putting up to begin the season weren't realistic to continue. He's in that 60 to 70 tight range, so let's see what he's able to do. For the Grizzlies, 
We always want to watch, or I want to watch because I don't understand it at the moment, um, Kyle Anderson, who is putting up big numbers relatively consistently. Wasn't quite as good against the Pistons, but the numbers were still pretty strong, shooting unbelievably. And then Ja Morant, who turned it on with a big one in that one, but still the lack of threes, the lack of steals, and the drop in his efficiency has been something that has been uh, pretty apparent of late. Next game, the Kings and the Bulls. Bud Heald is struggling for Sacramento. We want to watch to see what's happening with Barnes and with Holmes and how they're going to run that Bielitsa and Bagley and uh, Whiteside combination if those guys are out. But I want to check on Buddy Heald, who is a massive buy low at the moment, but he he's not the top 50 type player. Don't get that yeah, sorted in your head. He's also not a drop guy. But he is a player who is struggling a lot with his shooting, and I want to see whether we can get that yeah, returning. And then Bielitsa, as I mentioned, like how much is he going to play? Because he put up an absolutely huge game against the Heat. But if Holmes and Barnes return, do, does he even play? Is he even in the rotation? The answer to that is probably no. For the Bulls, I want to watch Patrick Williams, who got a lot of minutes on Friday, but didn't do a huge amount. I want to see how the defense looks for him, but his lack of offense and lack of consistency takes him out of the 12-team discussion in my mind. While Wendell Carter Jr., I thought played well. He also got absolutely roasted by Joel Embiid on Friday, but he is starting to play, you know, starting to put up good numbers. I just want to see those minutes pushed to 31-32. Now, it is a back-to-back for the Bulls, so we'll see what they do here with Carter in this one, but I want to watch how he plays, and let's see if he's got an opportunity uh, where it doesn't involve going up against Joel Embiid. Next game is the Wizards and the Blazers. Let's watch Russell Westbrook, who has been struggling from a shooting perspective. He is still getting you that triple-double, but you know, struggling in uh, not hitting threes, and his points haven't been particularly high, and then really killing you in those other areas. So let's see what his shot selection looks like and whether he can actually hit any free throws. And then I've got Alex Len in here, but I want to watch what Alex Len and, and Mo Wagner and Robin Lopez and whatever um, sort of combination Scott Brooks wants to go to with his centers. It, it makes it really tough to predict, really tough to rely upon these guys, but that's what Brooks is doing. For the Blazers, Bob Covington is rolling at the moment. A lot of defensive stats. The shooting has been better, even though it hasn't been particularly voluminous. But the fact that he is just doing what he needs to do, playing a lot more minutes at center as well, is helping. And then Gary Trent. Gaz. Nice, Gary! He's playing a ton of minutes. This is not going to last at this level, I don't think, long term. But I want to see if he can develop some other things to his game. Can we see passing Gary Trent? Can we see rebounding Gary Trent? Can we see defending Gary Trent? We haven't really seen that on too much of a consistent basis because that's going to be a key if he's going to be able to maintain 12-team league fantasy value. Some stream options for category leagues. Um, Garrett Temple, who will start for the Bulls again. He had a nice, well-rounded line against the Sixers. He provides okay defensive numbers. He scores. He hits some threes. He's not particularly exciting. He's not particularly sexy, but he's a guy that goes out there and puts up decent numbers. And then I've got a couple of his teammates here as well. Tomas Sadoransky, if you're looking for assists in particular, but he's a really good shooter and can get some steals. So he's a guy that's going to get 20 plus minutes. And Denzel the Hammer Valentine's also going to come in and get some uh, get some threes and, and maybe some steals, maybe some assists as well. So three Bulls guys who can be stream options here for the games on... Um, uh, on a Saturday, and then we go to Contavious Caldwell-Pope on the Lakers with no Schroeder. Wes Matthews will probably start, but it also gives a few extra minutes there to KCP, so he could be a stream. You could also stream someone like a Taylor Horton Tucker, who saw his minutes push up against the Nets, and even though he wasn't particularly good, the fact that his minutes pushed up that high gives some extra value there. And then Juan Toscano-Anderson, likely another start for the Warriors. Now he's getting replaced at halftime by Michael Mulder in a lot of these games, but he's still providing okay value, especially in a stream context. For points leagues, these guys are all rostered in under 50% of Yahoo leagues. Cody Zeller, probably want to look to, to grab him. Dylan Brooks, if he is back. Now, he did not play 
on Friday with a with a quad injury, I believe. So he, um, if he is back, we're looking to stream him in. Kelly Olynyk for the Heat is a good stream option there, as is Denzel Valentine of the Bulls and Kendrick Nunn, still available in over 50% of Yahoo leagues. His value is fine while Goran Dragic is out, so go and uh, stream him in and get that benefit for the short term. That'll do it for me today. Don't forget to subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.